0: On today's show, the mansion, the murder, and 800,000 dead people. Welcome to the 222 two, two Paranormal Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Joe.
1: And 800,000 ghosts.
0: 800,000 dead people. Oh my goodness. 800,000. That's incredible. Ghosts and goblins and ghouls. <laughs> but before we get started, please wherever you're listening to this, hit that subscribe button. It's either called subscribe or follow. It's the same thing. doesn't cost you a dime. Dime!
1: Ten cents.
0: But also please hit that five-star review and leave us a positive comment. Thank you. And the reason why you ask is very important because the algorithms have changed and a lot of people that have listened to the show are not listening to the show anymore because they're not putting it out to a lot of people because we don't have the readings and reviews that we, we never asked for before.
1: <laughs> yes. So, you know, if you could do that little favor for us, yes, then we'll bring you a delicious show. How's that? <laughs> and if
0: you do want to contribute to the show, there's a couple of ways you can yes. do that. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. You could tell whoever you want. <laughs> Walk down the street and tell people.
1: Tell your neighbor's dog.
0: Yes. Or we also have a donation button on our website. But if you look in the show notes, I'll post it there. You can donate any amount that you want. And every single penny is appreciated.
1: Yes. So donations are pouring in. So we really appreciate everybody's support. And, you know, it takes a village. But a village of two for (laughs) us to bring you this podcast. But, you know, if you like what you hear and you enjoy it, then consider and if you want to, you could just share it with all your friends. Just when we post the episodes on the Facebook page, just share it to to your page. Yeah,
0: share it to your page, your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever you want.
1: It's called X now. Oh, is it? Yes. I can't get used to that.
0: But so, I if you post something, are you Xing?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's my brain. Okay, <laughs> call Elon Musk. I need to yes. talk to him. But about ghosts,
0: we had the opportunity. To travel to Fort Wayne, Indiana and visit a very, very haunted location.
1: So many of you have probably seen this location on some of the ghost shows and travel shows. We won't mention them. But um Joe and I were able and it's just odd how things always fall in place, mm-hmm. right? So we um had planned to go to Fort Wayne and uh, anyways and going there we you know we have on our social media been in contact with the people from the bell match and I met them at conventions and they're just such wonderful people Angie and they're is awesome. so lovely we just and super super um, accommodating and welcoming. So Jonah get there and this place is beautiful, like incredible and it's I right never, in the heart of the downtown. I
0: mean I've looked pictures of looked at pictures of the outside. And looking at the front door, you would never ex- expect it to be as big as it is.
1: I know it's like this small foyer into this huge foyer, and the the carving of the wood and the way the wood is preserved and the what do you call it, stained glass windows, mm-hmm. incredible and just gorgeous. It's such a neat and unique place. Yeah, and. <laughs> Uh, very haunted. Very. <laughs> because as you'll hear in the interview, um, Joe and I had some experiences while we were at Well,
0: that was after the interview, oh, actually. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. I forgot. But we had a chance to, to sit down with Lindsay and Ricky and had a great conversation with them. Now, the thing is, on this episode, I I edited the interview last night, mm-hmm. but I didn't edit anything. I just... What you hear is what you got because I'm leaving in the echoes. I'm leaving in the ums, the uhs, Mm -hmm. when me and Jen's brain fart and we're like, what? (laughs) Which happens often. Um, I left that all in. So this is as raw as it gets because being that we are in the Bell Mansion, I am not going to take anything away from the interview because it's a very possibility that there are tons of EVPs in there. So listen for those. And if you hear them, Let us know. Yeah. Because tag tag us. I'm going to edit it again. But the problem is, when I listen, when I edit, Mm -hmm. I edit at 1.67 speed. Mm -hmm. So we all sound like chipmunks. So if there is EVPs in there, I didn't hear them when I'm (laughs) editing. So let us know if you're listening to this and you hear EVPs.
1: Yeah. And sometimes, you know, because Joe does such a great job with the sound and the quality and the editing, um, (laughs) you know, you You are attuned to just listening to our voices and and mm-hmm. putting in that, but you know we've had people before say they've heard Evie Payne's during the show, so being this place of what it is and the sheer number of decedents yeah. <laughs> that have gone through this place, uh, as you'll hear in the interview, um there the possibility is incredible. Yeah. and I mean the amount of activity. That this place gets and that we we experienced mm-hmm. after we were done with the interview is like, it's off the chain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to listen to it again at regular speed. Mm-hmm. And when I did the interview, I wasn't wearing headphones at the time. That So if it wasn't, I didn't hear them. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know. But after the interview was done, we stopped, you know, I stopped record and we talked a little bit. And then all of a sudden we're sitting in there. In the room. And the room we were in was on the second floor in the back corner. Okay. So there was nobody else in the building. There were some people down in the the main floor, but there was nobody else on the second or third floor. Correct. And all of us heard footsteps. It sounded like little kid running across from one room to the other. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's all wooden floors up there. Very loud. We were like, there's no kids in this building. <laughs> well, there are, but they're ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> and we had some very, um, and we had uh, interaction, spirit communication with this um, ghost child. There, I think there might have been two. Actually. I think
0: there was more than one because it's like we would see shadow figures in the one area mm-hmm. and hear noises. So we went to the other area, the on the other side of the what was the house upstairs mm-hmm. and then the activity would be in the other side like the kids were running back, back and, and forth.
1: forth and we used a REM pod and got direct communication of you know because there are four lights on the REM pod light up certain color it would light up light mm-hmm. them all up they would all light up it was incredible yeah it was and I didn't feel anything negative or have any no spooky feelings about it like you know, scary feelings, I should say. It was all spooky, but um, it was very interesting. and But such a unique and cool building, yeah. too. And
0: this was at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It wasn't at you know, midnight or nothing like that.
1: I wanted to get in the basement, but I was afraid to ask. I was like, oh, maybe we're over oh, around. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But the basement is, apparently has a lot. Of activity. Because I
0: remember Lindsay was saying about you know her experiences in the basement. Well even Ricky was, and I didn't even think about that. I I didn't even look for a door to go into the basement mm-hmm. or anything.
1: And if you guys don't know what the Bell Mansion is, look it up. After, well,
0: we're gonna they actually mentioned in the interview.
1: Yeah, so listen to the interview, they'll give you all the um mm-hmm. info on it. But just for our listeners, the reason we say that there were hundreds of thousands of Spirits or bodies that were, or what did I call them? Deceit? Deceitants. I don't know if I, I use the fancy word. <laughs> it was a funeral home for ninety five years, which I
0: never even knew. I we we walked in the mansion. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful and all that. And we, they, um, was it Angie or I think Angie gave us a tour. Yeah. And she's walking in. And she's like, okay, and this is the embalming room. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I was so shocked. I know.
1: And they had real, still had the embalming. The original. original Mm -hmm. embalming tables in there. But you'll hear all about it in the interview. Which is very, very cool.
0: Now, the reason why we were in Fort Wayne was um, twofold. One, the Ruiners, the band that Dana is in, Mm -hmm. Dana and James, her husband, are in, they were playing at a show there because there was a tattoo convention going on. So we went to the tattoo convention and then we went to there. But... While we were at the Bell Mansion, I walked away from everybody to call Dana to find out how close she is. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her, and I leaned against the embalming table, and it moved because <gasps> oh, you know it's like did it you rotates. Get <laughs> I, I fell on my butt.
1: <laughs> you would have been on it.
0: <laughs> With my luck, I, if I would have moved any farther, I probably would have broke the dang thing. <laughs> be
1: haunted forever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but. Yeah, the the Bell Mansion. I was so impressed.
1: Yes, yeah, I, it was just one of those like y- little unique gems mm-hmm. in in the downtown. But Fort Wayne was a very very interesting and cool city. I really really liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Fun. I'm definitely going back. Yeah. yeah, and it's
0: what an hour and a half for us.
1: Yeah, it was it didn't take us hardly any. You know, seemed like it, it was just a blip to get there mm-hmm. compared to some of the places we traveled nine hours to get to. Yeah. But anyways, guys. No, I really hope you enjoy this interview. It's so interesting. It's so much detail about the haunting and the history and the mansion itself. um You'll be surprised. Yeah, how cool this interview is, guys.
0: All right, so let's get into the interview. Hope you enjoyed, and please, if you do hear EVPs, let us know.
1: Yes. Coming to you from the historic and haunted Bell Mansion, we have Lindsay and Ricky. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. We are in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is amazing in itself. Joe and I have been walking around the town sweating all day today. (laughs) (laughs) Went through the farmer's market, saw some really cute puppies, um, and ended up here at the Bell Mansion. So thank you for having us. We really appreciate you guys um, taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule uh, to be on the show with us.
2: Thank you for having
0: us. We've seen representatives of the Bell Mansion at all the conventions. We're like, we got to get there. And then we have an event later on. We have a music event with the band The Ruiners. And we're like, we got to come. And then we saw Mike. Um, He's doing a book signing here in the foyer. So it's like, the paranormal or whatever rock and roll gods just come together. We <laughs> <Yep, laughs> yeah. It's a everything,
3: magical place. As I said, everything comes together the way mm-hmm. it should. Yeah. So we're
1: very yep. happy we are here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Ricky, tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the mansion.
2: So, me. That's yep. fast. Well, let's rewind first. <laughs> uh, back in, I, I recently, like, saw them on Facebook about a little over a year and a half ago and then I was like oh wow you know Fort Wayne's actually got a a location we can investigate so decided to come hang out at a few of the public midweek investigations which are still a popular hit Um, and ever since then I just got we just clicked like me and Andrew just got on that friendship level and Mm -hmm. Became family after that. Next thing I know, I'm in charge of the TikTok. And then, bam, I'm part of the, the Bell <laughs> Mansion. So That's amazing. It, it saved me in a dark time, too. I had just gotten over COVID. And during that, we lost our beloved family dog. Oh, so this I place, is it. it's magical. It has a way of bringing people together. So mm-hmm. once I once I met up with everybody, we just clicked. And now I'm home. <laughs> so I'm away from home, really.
3: That's great. Now, what about you, Lindsay? So for me, the first time... Well, I had heard about the Bell when it first mm-hmm. opened. And I've always been fascinated with the paranormal, and I'm a big history nerd. I love the old <laughs> architecture. So I was like, I, I have to get to this place. And it seemed like every time they were having events, I, I couldn't quite make it due to scheduling complex. Mm-hmm. And then they hosted a masquerade ball last year.
0: Oh, that'd be And
3: fun. I like put my foot down. I said, I'm, no matter what comes up, I'm going to this masquerade ball. A, I love to dress up, and B, perfect opportunity to come mm-hmm. check this beautiful place out so we came we had a wonderful time and we do have another one coming up this year so i recommend if anyone's in the area it is a great time it's very fun to dress up and see how everybody else is dressed but i did i fell in love here and didn't really come back again for a few months because you know just life was busy mm-hmm. and they didn't really have too many events that i could make and mm-hmm. uh, i did make friends with a staff member here and he does photography and I work for a paranormal TV show called The Ghost Finders. Oh, okay. And you can find them on Paraflex and the Spirit Channel. And we needed a photographer or a location shoot. So I brought him on. And then we were investigating at another location, Indiana State Sanatorium. And then oh. he, he looked at me one day and he goes, how would you like to be a part of the Bell staff? <laughs> and I just said, absolutely, let's yeah. do this. That's- so it was, I think, maybe March, the beginning of March yeah. that that had happened. Yeah. And... Came in here, fell in love with everybody, fell in love with the location, and here we are. No looking back now, this yeah. place is incredible. It pulls you in.
2: Yeah, it's something else. It, yeah. I mean, everything's original. You can kind of tell what the funeral home put in, but the majority of the woodwork is from 1893, and it looks mm-hmm. like it was just put in yesterday. Yeah. So it's incredible. Now did you
0: have, or did they have to refurbish it or re- when you came in was it just
2: i'm sure because um what's the, the there was a woodworking family after the bells on the place so they they probably helped preserve it and the funeral home did a really good job of okay. preserving mm-hmm. it. so <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they did a little bit of work. Yeah. yeah
1: let's go back and let our listeners know the history of the bell mansion
2: so the bell <laughs> mansion was established in 1893 by senator robert c which stands for clark bell and his wife Clara Wolf. At, well, before it was his wife Clara Wolf, she became Clara Bell. So they're originally from the Muncie area. They um, moved from Muncie to Fort Wayne. And the cool thing about this is they didn't actually live here first, they actually lived where the Tin Cap Stadium is here in downtown Fort Wayne, oh, okay. somewhere in that general area. Yeah. Okay. So they built this place for a whopping $55,000 back then, and that is equivalent to $2.3 million today. Mm-hmm. So they had money. Yeah. yeah. And people ask me, they're like, oh, well, where did he get his money? Well, like I said, he was a state senator. Also, he was a lawyer, um, and he was also a natural gas advocate. So we are the re- they are the reason why we have natural gas, not only in Fort Wayne, but Chicago as well. Oh, so it's like a little hidden symbol yeah. of history right here oh, in Fort Wayne.
1: Incredible. I was in the fuel industry for 20 years, so that fascinates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep.
2: Yeah. It's it's crazy, and it's just like wow, that happened right here. That, yeah. you would have never known that, and yeah. we're we're so grateful to have this location because, as you can see, they tore down St. Joe Hospital. Uh, Fort Wayne does that. They just they they don't really take into consideration the history sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, we're grateful that the building is saved.
1: Yeah, it's yes. it's been a real struggle to, you know, help preserve haunted and historic mm-hmm. locations because yeah. they're few and far between nowadays because of, you know, people don't realize what it takes to run a place like this. The insurance alone, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. the, the
2: upkeep. So Heating having... Heating, air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at our prices to rent the place out, people are like, that's expensive. No, that's actually cheap if you've seen it a lot is. of the yeah. other places. and. Yeah. One hundred percent of that goes right back into the building. Mm-hmm. So
1: the uh, Mister Bell or Senator Bell, mm-hmm. he raised his family
2: here. Um, it was they had one daughter unfortunately that passed away uh-huh. at eleven months and months. Ago. Uh-huh. So really? their family just consisted mainly of Robert, maybe some of his close family members, and also Clara and some of her family members. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a small family, I guess. Um, we we don't think they had any other children that lived here at the time. The, yeah. the only other documented. Children that lived here were with the nobles, but I believe he was more of a somewhat preteen, I think, when they moved in.
1: Okay. Now, um, would they have servants here or they staff? They did. They okay. did.
2: Um, We're still digging in history because that's just history. I mean, mm-hmm. you find some things, and then you're like, okay, then you find something else. We want to make it right before we make it public, but we do know for a fact that they did have servants anywhere from four to six.
3: Okay. And actually, an interesting... Fact is, we are sitting in the original servants' kitchen. Yes. Oh, and then, okay. yeah, so right. yep. if you look right up there, is where the natural gas insert came in for their oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yep. And after this became a funeral home, this was the original embalming room.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow. And and that was the and Now it's across the hall. Right there. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> yep.
3: Well, that would make
1: sense with the double doors to mm-hmm. uh, yes, be able to yep. bring that in. Now, um, so when when did it become the funeral home like 1926
2: it was sold off so it did not formally open until um 1927.
1: and was in business until around 2018.
2: 2018. 1927 all the way to 2018. so over 90 years yeah about 1991 roughly.
3: there's been an estimated 300 to 600 thousand bodies that have come through here
0: you okay. can't imagine. My mouth is like yeah, falling yeah, open imagine. right now. Because when you're when you are saying the numbers, I'm thinking, okay, how many people? And then that's yeah, that's that's, unreal. that's and, We still
2: don't know the exact amount. It's it's crazy.
0: And probably close to 99 of well, probably most all were involved right across the hall yeah. for the longest time in the for Obama. almost
2: 50 years. This was the only place in Fort Wayne that didn't bomb Oh wow, yeah. that's
1: mm-hmm.
2: incredible. That's incredible. It's a very
1: popular place. Yeah. yeah. So the people who own the funeral home, do you have any idea, like, if they took? records with them or what happened they to did
2: them? um we did yeah. actually stumble upon a box of records recently. Really? um cool but of course we can't publicly release them yeah. but um it was kind of cool to have those that, that, to document but yeah um it, there's there's no telling how many exact bodies uh, and people mm-hmm. have been through this building it is crazy yeah
1: and how much of that adds to the haunting of this That's a rhetorical question right? I think it does
2: have a lot to add to it um whether it be residual mainly or intelligent but I also think that just this place is magical as itself I mean it's a paranormal investigator's paradise we've got limestone the whole building's limestone mm-hmm. which we know is a conductor yeah. of certain sure. activity um it's it's weird. Uh, I can't explain the phenomenons that we get because we've had people come in. They're like, "Why is it so active?" Okay, I'm going to debunk this. I'm going to go in that embalming room. I'm going to show you where the wires are. And I, I'm like, "Go for it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they pull out their meters and they're they're walking. It's like, what is going on? There's nothing here, but our equipment's going wild. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can't explain it to you, but it's yeah. it's interesting. I think it has a lot to do. Yeah. And ever since we brought this casket, in, I think it's triggered a lot of residual energy. Yeah. Honestly. Wow.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, personally, what have you seen and experienced?
2: Ooh. <laughs> you want to go first? <laughs> I'll sure. let you go first So,
3: we actually recently had a filming here with the Ghost Finders, okay. and it was. think the first night after we were done filming just some of us cast and crew members were just doing some investigating in the basement and actually we didn't even have our equipment yet we were Mm -hmm. just down in the basement having conversation talking about things we're experiencing and uh, we all just started feeling the energy shifting Mm -hmm. and i had actually seen my first apparition ever oh and Congratulations! Thank you. Yes. Because I am a full believer, but I am a very skeptical believer. You know, I again, a yeah. good investigator always tries to debunk what they're yeah. experiencing. Exactly. You know, it's that's important mm-hmm. because that also keeps credibility in the field. Sure. Because you have a lot of people out there that, unfortunately, can maybe not have the best light shine. You know, shine upon yeah. them if they're thinking everything's real, everything's real, right. and then they get proven wrong and. People have a My general. saying
2: goes, don't, yes. be a dude, bro. <laughs> don't be a dude, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was very cool to experience that because yeah. now that I've actually seen that and experienced it, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's just more validation that this is real. People do experience mm-hmm. this. So we were down in the basement and we were just talking. And again, we were feeling that energy shifting. So then we just started communicating and talking. And I said, if you would like to communicate with us and you can understand what we're saying, can you just give us two knocks? And it wasn't two knocks. This was mm-hmm. too loud. But it sounded like somebody was hitting their fist on something. and. All of us being, you know, somewhat professional paranormal investigators, we all screamed and jumped. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then right. all Dude of a sudden, wrong. you know, it's that shock. And, then, and uh, we're like, let's go get our equipment, you know. So we all go run upstairs, and then we come back down. And we, so we, we're starting to get our equipment. We're standing in the basement trying to get everything running. And we were hearing noises off in the far corner. So, of course, that draws everyone's attention that way. And I'm mm-hmm. still standing kind of more central. And I look over, and I see this you know tall figure just go by like kind of heading toward the nerve center area and then you know I'm like whoa and of course everyone's gone yeah and so <laughs> then I'm like well where are they going so I start scurrying that way and then we hear a door slam <laughs> and I was like okay somebody had to have done that you That's know so amazing. I run upstairs to see if anyone's upstairs no there's no explaining mm-hmm. you know it was just us there was no no debunking that and Besides seeing that, and then 30 seconds later, the door slamming and the direction that that figure was heading was by far the coolest experience for me here. How uh, do you think
0: that was a physical door slamming or was that just the sound? It was physical. Okay. The door
3: was wide open. And, you know, so of course we go and we're messing with the hinges mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to slam mm-hmm. it. And that door does not shut by itself. It's, yeah. it's just one of those easy, you know, easy mm-hmm. open, closed doors. So mm.
1: I always think like. Ghost hunting is like riding roller coasters really scary and you're really nervous and then you get down the first time. Yes. So I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's
2: where a lot of people let it mess with your mind, and that's yeah. what I tell people. It's just like you. When you think about it, you build upon that, and that's the normal for the human brain to develop fear. So mm-hmm. of course, but when it happens, one, you're least expecting it. Yeah. Two, when it happens, you go from being shocked to like, I'm intrigued. Let's find out what that was. Yeah. So I recommend everybody try it. Yeah. And yeah and have it's... you
1: seen any apparitions? Quite a bit, and I just
2: recently had an experience um, last weekend. Last week. It, it, It was crazy, but um, I'll start with my first ever experience here. Um, I was in the basement. um, This was like before I was a staff member, and I was walking through the basement, and it was like somebody lit up a cigar, Uh and I'm like, okay, hold up. I know, I know like sound, I mean sound, sound, no, smoke can be trapped in the walls. I don't know why I thought sound. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's been a long day. Um, I'm walking through the basement. And it's distinct. Like, you can tell the difference between something that's been in the walls for 80, 90 years yeah. versus somebody lighting something up. Mm-hmm. Couldn't I couldn't trace it. I, I was almost choking at this point. So I run up, and I'm like, hey, does anybody smoke cigars here, like, in the basement? Angie goes, oh, no way. <laughs> I was like, "That's re- that." They, they said that's an experience they have there. Um, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Well, that's the fast forward Back when I was a staff member, started uh, I was doing some photography in one of the windows up in Maria's room, which is the Servant's Quarters, and I thought somebody else, at the time, I was the only one here who didn't know that, thought somebody else was in the, the house, you could hear them walking around the bottom of the stairs, I'm like, whatever, you know, continue taking pictures. Then all of a sudden, the stairs, you can tell the difference between rubber sole and hard sole, mm-hmm. walked up the, the Servant's Quarters' Landing, the, the floor I felt shift under my feet wow. and something walked towards me but there was nothing there but I, I braced for impact and it's, it was like I got hit by a wave of static electricity wow. so that that was like and most people were like dude did you run I was like actually no I just thanked it for doing that because yeah. I was more intrigued than it. it wasn't scary that's the thing this place isn't like scary mm-hmm. it's a very um, peaceful style haunt they want to be here the spirits here that are intelligent want to be here and they will they will interact with you um the most bizarre thing um it was actually the day that Angie handed me my key for the building uh we're standing in the garage out of all places and I'm just talking to her and I thought one of the other staff members comes out the door but I noticed the door didn't move and I look up and I see a short man with shots like period clothing he had a black um uh, jacket on with a white shirt and a bow tie kind of it looked like a bow tie or was a tie of some sort and I saw him, but as quick as I saw him, he was gone. And I jumped, and I'm like, and she's like, what? I was like, you didn't see that? There, there, somebody was standing right there, and originally I thought of Butler, but it, then it dawned on me. It was Robert C. Bell. It was the man of the house, and oh. that's not the only time he showed himself to me, but I ran up to his room. I'm like, that's who I saw, but he was younger at the, yeah. uh, the time I saw him. Well... Just this past weekend, um, this the last week, um, I was talking to Andy again. We were in the the main uh, what used to be the viewing room, having a full blown conversation. I just had the urge to kind of look up and go walk around the corner. There he is again, standing right there in the parlor. But he was gone as quick as I saw him again. So I'm like, but it was him. he's solid. I could the details and everything like that. Um, Heard numerous times disembodied voices, footsteps. Um, yes. the craziest disembodied voice I've ever experienced was in the basement. I was going down to get some water and two females were having a full-blown conversation. And I'm like, oh, you know, who's here? So I opened the door, getting ready to say, hey, you know, I'm here. Basement's pitch black. I'm that like, oh well, here. hey, I That's, heard you. Yeah. And that just happened um That's cool. this the same day I just recently saw another apparition i walk in thinking michelle's still here michelle had an experience that day too thinking that i was here so it was weird i walk in there's two females having a full-blown conversation again i'm like okay you know hey guys i'm here you know what's up yeah then it dawned me there's no cars in the parking lot so i'm like it's like well hello (laughs) Uh so i've had a little bit of everything um I haven't got to experience what you experienced yet. Something similar to it, but it was in the basement over in, this is when Kalani was here. We were all just sitting there doing a TikTok live and just chilling, investigating. We were hearing noises from the corner, but I woke up where I was sitting, you can see the side door. Um, it was a ha- what I would call like kind of like a half-bodied apparition. I could only see from like the chest up, mm-hmm. but it was a younger, I want to say maybe teenage kid with blonde hair and a bowl cut. Hmm. But I could only see like the the shadow of like his, his he was a white uh-huh. white kid uh-huh. and as soon as I saw it he was gone but it I, it startled me so bad I was like mm-hmm. get out of here what <laughs> yeah so I've been I've been lucky I've seen three so far That's great. Yeah. and I can so the say more I know it's experience them. oh yeah. yeah
3: but the the conversations yeah. are yeah. a big thing I mean if you're Anywhere in the building, you're going to hear conversations going on, mm-hmm. and like Ricky said, you'll think there's other staff members here, and you go to, you know, catch up and say hi, and you realize they're not there. Yep. So,
2: I just like sitting in the the dining room sometimes when I hear by myself because then you can start your walking around mm-hmm. hard shoes. Yeah, I mean, not rubber. I you can tell it's like oh the bells are here. You know, yeah, back like, when they, they used to
0: make their shoes, yeah. you know, or go out to the cobbler and have them re you know resole it. Yep. It's always that hard rubber because yeah. They,
2: yeah. You can tell because, like, with the rubber, it's more of a thud. Like, but this is, like, click, click, (laughs) click. It's it's cool.
0: What do you think about, like, apparitions when, um, even when I saw mine, it was, like, instant. Jen sees them, you know, like, when you're at OSR. It's like when you realize that you're seeing something, they disappear. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that's part of our brain mechanism where we can see that other realm, and then when we realize that we're seeing it, our Shut brain takes off. over and shuts it's like, oh, it down. You're not supposed to seeing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top secret. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> because we're always striving to reach that logical explanation. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like your brain is fighting against the other side. Like, no, you're not seeing that. And then, boop, shuts that yeah. door. And- it's sort
0: of like the activated reticulating system in your brain where when you, like if you buy a new car, all of a sudden you see that same car everywhere. Well, it's always yeah. been there. But your brain filtered that out. Yeah. You know, it's just like... We're sitting here and we're not hearing the cars going by. We're not hearing the air conditioner. We're not hearing the, you know, because our brain's, you know, taking that away. It's like a away. switch, switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or off. And yeah. I was wondering, you know, thinking to myself, I wonder if that's how we see these apparitions is mm-hmm. when we realize that they disappear because our brain says, nope, nope, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great way to look at that. The mm-hmm. longest
2: one I've ever seen, that was like my first one that I saw when I was 13. I was at Chickamauga Battlefield. I saw a Confederate field officer that found out later from the park, ranger was mortally wounded where that gift shop sits to this day. <sighs> But when I saw him, it was like everything you would see in a ghost. They were transparent, but yet he was solid. I could see the mm-hmm. color of his uniform. It was gray. you could see the yellow piping. He was a sergeant. Mm-hmm. Had his cavalry hat with the tassels, the saber, the holster. Made eye contact, brushy beard. Saw me, mm-hmm. tipped his hat, winked, and then walked off.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Right
2: behind a group of people. Yeah. So at the, I was 13. I was scared at the time. So I'm like, yeah. No way! So I ran to look. The only way that you can get out of that one area at the mm-hmm. time before they made the renovation is, is it the way you go in. So I was just like, oh!
1: So that's local around here? No, that's
2: in Georgia. It's From on the Georgia-Tennessee Tennessee? line. Okay. Chickamauga Battlefield. Yep. Okay.
1: Have you ever been to Gettysburg?
2: Yes. That is my home away from home, too. bad. Yeah. Okay. I go there several times. Miles. It is amazing. I will go out there and hike 12. I think the most I've done in one day is 16 miles. When oh, going. my I God. love it. I just get lost out there. Yeah. It's, it's so bittersweet, and it's home. The whole town of Gettysburg is, like, unique. Yeah.
0: yeah. I love it. You know, and we were thinking about going back. So I was looking at hotels. I'm like, wait a minute. We've been staying in houses lately. Like when we just did Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Instead of staying in a hotel, we stayed in a house. Get out and walk the s-
2: battlefield. That's all you got to do. Yeah.
0: yeah. I started looking up houses for rent. You can actually rent some yeah. of the general's homes. Yeah, they just started that. that. Wow. Do it. Right on the battlefield. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And
2: definitely check the wheat field out. But um, yeah. really I also have some friends out there. Tell them you know me. Okay. Um, <laughs> Amanda and Terry, they run Haunted Charles Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Awesome location. Now, it's not on the Gettysburg battlefield. It's on the outskirt, but it was the original Confederate encampment during mm-hmm. the battle of Gettysburg. Okay. And they actually have a... I was a wounded uh, soldier buried. His name's Walter on their property, and they've actually authenticated it. There's a gravestone and everything on there now. Amazing. It's
0: I mean cool. That's what they say. I mean, um, we were talking to, I forget her name, Kendra, mm-hmm. and um, she's like, yeah, you can walk in the the uh, supermarket and see a spirit. Oh, yeah. You know, and people it's don't magical. realize that. They think, well, I got to go to the battlefield or Jenny Wade House or something, and you're like, no, you can see They're them everywhere. anywhere.
2: They're everywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, spirits are everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, we talk about this beautiful mansion... But you've got church across the street. You've got the cathedral where they tore. The hospital. Yeah, the hospital Mm -hmm. where they had the Indian burial ground where they built the church. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. It's like. The the Miami tribe was all throughout
2: this area too.
1: What's the most active room in in the building? In your opinion. I can't say that one active room.
2: (laughs) I would have to say both the embalming room and Maria's room. Okay. The whole third floor is active, don't get me wrong, but I call yeah. these two the boom-boom rooms because oh, that's yeah. where it goes. <laughs> it, that's where the party is. Yeah, and
3: yeah. then for me, I feel like it would be Clara's old ballroom, which we also call Andy's room because mm-hmm. there is a child spirit up there. Oh. Who, he loves y'all. He loves. He loves y'all. Yeah, he is, I have a special connection with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I love communicating with him. Mm-hmm. He loves to communicate So Clara's Ballroom and then the Poker Room for me. Those are the two hot spots for me every time we come in here to investigate. Mm -hmm.
1: What's the um, story of the child spirit? Do you know?
3: So from what I know is from a previous in-house investigator, they were at Indiana State Sanatorium. And correct me if I'm wrong. But when they were there investigating, and I think they had abilities, they had communicated with this child and the child didn't want to stay there anymore, so they welcomed them to okay. or Andy to follow oh, him. interesting. And Andy just chose that space he when they got back shop. here. And he just set up shop, and he has his own little area of that room that he's, you know, easy to find. The
0: mm-hmm. area with the toys sitting in it? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, people used like to bring him gifts. I
0: mean, when we were growing up, our house has the little cubby holes like that that go into the attic. And we always... I mean, that was our little fort in there. And, you know, we had... Six kids, you know, me, me, Jen, and then our four brothers and sisters, and we at one time we all had that as our little area. You know, as you grew up, you one person move out, so the other would take over the area, and I'd imagine. That's why he's there, because it's just mm-hmm. a little cubbyhole. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's this
3: cool little space.
1: And it's just
2: mm-hmm. such a welcoming energy. That, that's mm-hmm. what's so cool. I mean, the, uh, that's why I recommend people to check out the events when we have them here. This place comes to life in a way that I can't explain. It gives you the tingles, the warm, mm-hmm. fuzzy feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. we treat everybody like they're family, and it, it, and it does. Like Everybody becomes family at one point. They really do. It's, mm-hmm. it's,
0: yeah. Well, that's the way you should treat, you know, even the spirits. We always say treat the spirits as if they're in front of you, because they are. And doesn't and matter. They what, come check on us. Yeah.
2: They come check um, on me at work. Oh, I got cool. the cigar smoke the other day at work. My <laughs> friend's sitting there because we're at I work at Sweetwater. Disclaimer alert. Um, but um, we're no smoking campus. But okay. the cigar smoke smacked me in the face, smacked him in the face, and he's sitting there like what? And I was like, Whoa. And then I think Tyler was here investigating that night, so I messaged a group chat and he's like so he asked, he's like, Ricky says he smelt you, and oh, we believe it's Robert, because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it just fits the time period of that. And he caught a man's voice saying, I know. Oh, oh, oh the cool. recording. recording yeah. it, It's insane. Yeah. And they it, become family, too. They yeah, really do. They I mean, do. you got to look at it. Just because they're dead doesn't mean they weren't human. They, they yeah. still interact how they would.
3: Yeah, there's mm-hmm. still that human spirit in there. Yes. And, sure. and a lot of times when I'm running some of the paranormal tours and investigations for the midweeks that we host – I'll tell the people, everyone's going to have a different experience, and it's Mm -hmm. all about your intentions coming in. Yep. And you have to keep in mind, too, you know, sometimes they're just like us still. Yeah. Sometimes you don't feel social, and there's days you don't really want to talk to anybody, mm-hmm, yeah. and then there's other days you're all about being a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. And I still you see that beacon of light. And you're like, hey, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, there's going to be some people you naturally don't like. So everyone's going to have a different experience, mm-hmm. and there are going to be some nights where they are a little bit more quiet, and some days where they're more quiet than other days where they're more active. And it's just kind of, you know, there's there's still people. Yeah. There's still I mean,
0: people. How would you feel if you were sitting in your house? And a group of people came in and just started saying, light that light up, light that light up. You're like, <laughs> that, why that's not the, just talk? Right. Know? That's, oh, that's
2: like my theory behind the whole paranormal thing too. You take well-known locations like this location, Waverly Hills, for example. Thousands upon thousands, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands maybe by the end of the year that are going in and out asking the same question over and over again. Making these spirits feel like they're toys or yeah. something yeah. like you know? And, oh, light this up, shut this, can you do this, can you do that? Which is all fine, that's part of investigating, but I like to, like, kind of escape from that and be yeah. like, just explore the building, because if something's there, it's going to come find you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's where I get my best results, They're just sitting mm-hmm. like we are now talking. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's when it happens, and people are like, oh, what's up with them? They're not investigating. I feel comfortable around them. Hi. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, mm-hmm. boom,
2: you start getting body voices and stuff, it's just like,
3: or even just ask questions that are way different. You know, like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. How was your day? How, what was yeah. your
0: favorite
2: mm-hmm. time? Yeah. You know? What do you think of the weather right now. Yeah. You know, stuff like, have a conversation type like we're doing now. That's it. They're,
0: yeah. you know, they're not entertainment, they're just spirit, which are people. Mm-hmm. And they want to be treated just the same as us. I mean, Unless you are a circus performer. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. You know, but there's
0: those other times too when, you know, we go to the circus museums or stuff like that. Yeah, that's how you should ask them. Mm-hmm but we get our best results from just talking Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
1: we capture a lot of bbps when we're just having regular conversations Mm -hmm. maybe about setting up or you Mm -hmm. know building itself you get a
2: voice that's not familiar like wait a second no way yeah (laughs) Yeah. I love it
3: it is it's great um I was just at Randolph County Infirmary down in Winchester Indiana last weekend amazing (laughs) it is so I'm also a part of Riverside Iowa Paranormal Team the Mm -hmm. Indiana chapter Mm -hmm. and great group of people just we have a lot of fun together but we We were sitting in one of the front rooms, uh just all having a conversation, but we had our obelisk devices, everything set up, and you know, we were just asking questions and then talking amongst ourselves, and you know, all of a sudden these phrases come up, you can see me, you can hear me, you know. And so it's like they were almost realizing, like, hey, these people, Mm -hmm. and then we were getting things, it's lonely here, and you know, or abandonment. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like we were kind of piecing together that these spirits were trying to tell us like you know, they appreciate, these, you, being they appreciate you being there. They appreciate you being there, but then why do these people always come and leave? Like they come and say want yeah. to communicate, and then they just leave them at the end of the day, which is mm-hmm. really sad. Uh, and tell the spirits, you can't come with me. Yeah, yeah. You can't come with me. That
1: yeah, is,
0: that's
3: really? a very important thing. You have we to stay your right. yeah.
0: <laughs> Come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. Come you can you can touch us if you want. You have all that. Okay, we're leaving. Bye. Stay here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until next time. You yeah, know, yeah. But, but oh, it wait. is. It makes you realize some some of the spirits might not. Realize they can communicate at first, and all of a sudden they're like, "You can, you can hear me," mm-hmm. you know. And, then, and like
2: you said, though, like the thing that really hit was like sometimes they just don't want to. Yeah. yeah, they get they, you know, they might be standoffish. You may have been shy. You know, it takes it takes, and that's why I tell people you can't just investigate a location one time and expect to get good results because that goes for a place like this. The more you hear, the more they get to know you, the more they will warm up. And when I first started coming around, did I have a lot of experiences? No. It took a while for the building, to be honest, prove itself to me. I, yeah. d- I felt the energy. I do. P- I sense energies and stuff, but I was like, okay, but where is it? And then mm-hmm. once, bam, it just hits, and now I have a bond with Maria and who we believe to be Homer Van Meter mm. um, through some experiments, but... Yeah. It's cool. I love
1: people it. People see the television shows and think everything happens in 30 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: over a week of filming right there, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes three
0: months, you yeah. know.
2: Lots
3: of editing. Yeah.
1: I know of- yes.
0: the, the one with the host has the haunted hair, and everybody's upset at it right now. They take three months to do one episode. Yeah. You know, and people don't realize. And one thing I always tell people is, look at the windows. If the windows are a bluish purple, that means it's daytime. And they put sheets over the windows to make mm-hmm. it look like night. And yeah. continuity people make sure that their clothing are all the same and all that. So it's not. It's not like the TV shows now. There are times when we've had times where we go into a location. And before it's, we can boom. even set up, it's on, it's on there. Mm-hmm. But you have to be patient. You have to take time. You, yeah. Like you said, the spirits actually have to get used to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what, you have to be respectful of them, mm-hmm. too. hundred like, percent.
2: That's where a lot of people lack. They don't realize how respectful you got to be. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um so you guys tell us a little bit about like the tours that you guys do here. Like if somebody was interested in finding out some information about the tours.
2: Cool. So we offer quite a few. Um mm-hmm. you can come today, like our four PM Ghost Tour that goes from four to six, two hour guided tour, twenty-five dollars. We get to tell spooky. you all the spooky things that go bump in the night and of course during the daytime here. Mm-hmm. Um we also offer the history tours. Um those are pretty much by request, though, from mm-hmm. what I believe.
3: A lot of times we'll ask people what they prefer. You yeah. know, you have some people just more genuinely interested in the history than mm-hmm. others that are more into the paranormal, mm-hmm. so I just, we just kind of read the yeah. crowd. The ghost know? tour, you get a
2: little bit of both. You get kind of a brief, summed-down history, and, of course, it's going to focus more mainly on the paranormal side because it's ghost tour. Flashlight tours that's pretty much the same thing. It's a ghost tour, but with the flashlight. All mm-hmm. the lights are off, so... Mm-hmm.
3: We got we got quite a few we options. We have those every Thursday that yep. goes the flashlight tours and you can follow us on our socials. We're on all social media platforms and I, I-
1: watch you guys TikTok that's
2: <laughs> <next> time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And, yeah, so you can always find our information on events and tours. And, I mean, there's always something really cool going on and a lot of cool things coming up.
2: And it's not just paranormal. That's, that's the cool thing that kind of sets us apart from most of these locations is we're all about being active in the community and supporting local people. We have vendor events where we bring in over 40 vendors locally so they have a chance to sell their stuff to the public. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um <laughs> I'm really excited for the zombie prom because that's right in the middle <laughs> of one the of poster. our biggest I was like, events. That's amazing. Yeah, we're going to have the zombie walk. That's where downtown Fort Wayne turns into the Walking Dead for the night. Awesome. Um, so there'll be thousands of people. It's just cool. I mean, um, it doesn't always have to be paranormal Now the spirits when we have these events love it.
0: I was it, gonna ask you about that. Yeah. it
2: pumps it up. Um, I'll come and I'll play guitar for them sometimes and or we'll just play funny music you know funny music, uh, funny music yeah. or, or period music. Uh, we, we played the other night Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra up on the second floor here okay. That whole casket showroom was buzzing with energy really? afterwards. It was cool. We left rem pods and stuff and we went and sat down you can hear me <laughs> it, it was cool.
1: Music is such a huge trigger. It is because yeah. it's it's, vibration. That's
2: yeah. it's how we all express ourselves when mm-hmm. we're alive. Everybody yeah. likes music of some form, yeah. whether it be you know different genres. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it brings us together because. To me, it's like a spiritual magic yeah. in a way, and it's so, a way to love emotionally music.
3: communicate. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, when we have different moods, we listen to different kinds of music. Yeah, and for sure. it can really amp up whatever emotions are currently hovering around. Especially that's, when we,
2: well, the best results I have when you got all of us here being our goofy selves, you know, goofing off, dancing, and just being jokesters. <laughs> the the building just has this buzz, it comes to life, and then we'll go investigate and it's just like we get mind blowing interaction mm-hmm. with equipment that we don't get anywhere else. Cause yeah. you know how it is. You can go set an EDI out or a REM pod at some locations and it's just dead. No pun intended. But then here it's just like I call it the broken equipment rooms because literally your equipment's going wild, but yet you can't trace an EMF field. But why is your equipment going off? The batteries will drain. It's it's cool. It's, it, it really does. Music and positive energy is what fuels the Bell Mansion.
0: Yeah, because yeah, like to say it's all vibration, mm-hmm. you know, and spirit and everything, dude. We really have no clue what ghosts really are. Mm-hmm. So they could be energy vibration. They could be photons. They could be anything. But it all goes back to the vibrational energy
2: right
1: have you ever had any paranormal experiences during non-paranormal events that yes. scared people mm-hmm. Me personally, example,
2: I, so i've I not seen it affect anybody in the group because i think during the time some of these people weren't really aware of what's really going on but yeah. we were so in tune to the house so we know all the little creaks and <laughs> mm-hmm. cracks and then something will happen and you have to like Hey, I can't say anything because this is going to freak this group. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, the, this book club out. We don't want to do yeah. that. Um, they'll be like, what's that? And so it's just like, oh, just the floor creaking. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> the, the HVAC system's ticking. It's fine. Yeah. But then, yeah. then you know, you'll have your people, we were doing this and that. And then, then this happened. What was that? And it's just like, oh, okay, do you really want to know what that was? But
0: <laughs> <Yeah. It's laughs>
1: like, do the ghost do yoga,
2: yeah. right? Yeah. Spooky <laughs> yoga is what I call
0: it. Yeah.
2: And that adds energy.
0: It's How like the, yoga. you know, like right now as we're in this room downstairs, there's a, a wedding reception or re- mm-hmm. wedding brunch. Bridal shower. Bright yeah. Show. Yep. Going on in He
1: doesn't know what those look called. The whole, <laughs> it's <the> all <laughs> men don't, don't get invited to it. It's the dresses and the flower things.
0: But, you know, I mean, obviously you host weddings, uh, parties, all that here. And I was thinking about that when I saw them loan in. I'm like, wonder if they see a spirit, what would happen? You know? (laughs) We're
2: waiting on that. And we we always, (laughs) if somebody does come and experience that, tell us. We Mm -hmm. want to know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because it's all documentation of the history, too.
1: Now, Do you guys ever uh, set up static cameras and just leave them run overnight? We do. Tyler does that. One of our newer
0: volunteers,
2: uh, he's also the main creator for Paranormal Inquiries. They make a lot of really good paranormal equipment. Mm -hmm. He'll set up his stuff, and they just recently, so he just made this uh, music box about a year ago. He's been testing it. We finally started. It's in the selling uh, selling phase. Mm -hmm. Had it in the casket, which is across the hall, in the embalming room. And they actually caught it going off on two cameras. Now, the nice. thing is, nobody was in the building at this time. So the way this device is actually made, it only picks up on heat. Oh, it's like a little, almost okay. like an infrared sensor up to 50 feet. Now, there's times where I've tried to debunk it. We've had it going off in the casket before. So he's got video of me. It looks like I'm, you know, Jansen in there, but I'm not. I'm trying to, you know, see if my shadow will trigger it. Sometimes it's a case for some motion sensor stuff, but we've never got it mm-hmm. to go off. So it's going off. We caught it on two separate cameras. and Nobody's in there, so nice. it's like it's pretty cool. It's That's I like awesome. it. Great.
0: What?
1: Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like you got a question? I noticed that
0: in the embalming room, you have a thing about it's Dillinger. Dillinger, Dillinger. Dillinger?
2: Dillinger's right hand man. Okay. Homer Van Meter. Yeah. Okay, Van Meter. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this is like yep. he's
0: wheelhouse.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah tell um, us a
0: little bit about that i mean that so
2: um there's two two things um I'll, I'll tell the first story which is what's written by law enforcement and what happened then i'll tell kind of what i piece together by doing research and what i feel really happened based on other people that actually witnessed the event later on have said so homer van meter of course was john dillinger's right hand man and he was actually a four-way native believe it or not. So he's born and raised here. We actually still have people that know like his house and the barn and stuff is still there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we still
2: have Van Meters. They're still a, a very predominant family in the area. Um, I think Angie knows a couple that are actually possibly related to that side of the family. So of course, Homer Van Meter was one of those Kids that went bad. He turned into one of the, the, the public enemy number one's right-hand man. Homer was also known as a jokester. So he was a very funny guy. Um, so the sad part about this is about a month to the day after Dillinger was gunned down in 1934 in Chicago, Homer Van Meter was killed on August 23rd, 1934 up in St. Paul, Minnesota. People are like, why was he in St. Paul, Minnesota? So what said to happen was the, there was a sting involving an officer by the name of uh, Tom Brown. And he ran for sheriff a while prior to that. Keep that in mind. This, it'll make sense here in the story. And his, I don't know if you want to call him henchman after the story I tell you, or <laughs> his officers. Um, long story short, they set up a sting operation. Homer Van Meter was buying a car and he was getting ready to throw the gangster life behind because after everything happened he was done with it he just wanted you know to start on a clean plate grab the rest of the money that he could get and take off he's confronted around the time of getting the car and fled by and well fled into a nearby alleyway now it's said that he pulled a revolver 38 caliber pistol out and shot at the officers so the officers returned fire and we do have the gruesome m- autopsy pictures in there. You can kind of see what happened. doesn't show everything, but they hit him over 40 times. Oh, okay. um, once he fell lifeless, it was said they continued to shoot. So that's what they said, and that was the end of Homer Van Meter. He was brought back here um, by one of his family members, embalmed on that exact white embalming table that's there. And they did a makeshift funeral because at the time, people would steal bodies for ransom. It was just a thing. So if you can imagine the scene oh that looked gosh. like out here uh, at, around the time they had him here, they had the rest of the Dillinger gang out here, you know, armed, ready for anybody to come and steal his body. Mm-hmm. So they hid his body up in the third floor area and did a makeshift funeral, made it look like they brought him out to Lindenwood Cemetery during the day. And they came back prior that night. And in the wee hours of the next following morning, they brought him out to Lindenwood Cemetery and buried him where he's said to be today. Now, people are like, is he really buried there? We actually had somebody that claims to have worked at the cemetery say, yes, he's buried in Lindenwood, but not where he's at. Hmm. But his grave sits way far away. It's very hard to find if you don't mm-hmm. know where it's at. Um, so it kind of makes sense. The the, the the stories line up. Now, if you dig deeper into Homer's history with the Dillinger gang and this gentleman Tom Brown, um, it gets a little twisted. So Tom was... A crooked cop, basically, and he was actually during all this going on was under um, investigation for allegations of interacting with not only the Dillinger gang, mm-hmm. but the Carpus Baker gang, or Carpus Barker. Sorry, they were known for kidnappings, mm-hmm. where Tom Brown would get up to twenty to twenty five percent of the cut oh. in exchange for safe haven. Mm-hmm. So. Where does the Dillinger gang come into this? They used to meet with Tom at the Green Lantern. It's an old bar. They would, That's where they would do their things and whatnot. And this is where the story gets crazy. Was Homer Van Meter taken down because he was wanted dead or alive? Or was he taken down because he knew too much about Tom Brown? Tom Brown could be uh, tied to mm-hmm. criminal ties. So also the crazy thing is Homer himself donated $1,000 to tom brown's failed sheriff campaign that the, the huh. sheriff campaign that's i was telling you about back so yeah so there's a lot of red flags and then fast forward to the end of time what they said happened there's bystanders that said that's not what happened homer was definitely fleeing but mm-hmm. he had no weapons and he didn't fire back they just hmm. dropped him
1: Well we have to ask him when you go on uh, Oh I do, I do. It's part of our (laughs) crazy subduing. He I I
2: I think that's why he hangs around more now. So Mm -hmm. people are like, why is he here? Because he wants his story to be told. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: his
2: side of the story. It's it it, yeah. And I think like it's weird, but I do I have this weird bond with who we may I can't prove this hundred percent that we're talking to Homer Van Meter, but through numerous different experiences um experiments too um Estes method mm. we've used rem pods so his favorite color on the rem pod to let you know is there uh, he's there is yellow okay that's his yes and i've talked about his story i have it on tiktok if you follow us on tiktok i did kind of a mini doc of the the history of mm-hmm. what i found on homer's side of the story that thing goes wild in there and it's like okay i'm gonna ask you questions you know if i hit on something that's true and I, I've had, I brought up Tom Brown, and it's just like, was that true? Yes. And then I'll ask a random question that I know it's not true, make it go off, you know, uh, red for no, red. So it's just like, okay, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it, he, it, he gets his story told at the end of the day. I think yeah. that's why he hangs around, and that kind of opened up a respectful boundaries, you know.
3: He probably appreciates you mm-hmm. because you have taken Yes, he had a track history. Yeah, right. but you've mm-hmm. taken the time to learn yeah. about his history, mm-hmm. learn about yeah. him and his life. And I'm Everybody sure he him. probably has an appreciation for that. Yeah. So that may be why i yeah, have Yeah, people like, vibe. how do you
2: get him to talk to you? Because they'll, they'll go in there and sometimes I can't. It's just like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, is this Homer Van Meter? No, I can't 100% prove that to you. Yeah. But just based on what we've gathered, it's adding up. Um, some of the Essie's message has hit directly on John oh, Dillinger and we his use history. That all the time. It's insane because, like, it was recent. We just had it going on, and it was like they were reminiscing things from the past. Guns. Um, I forgot. I have to go back and look. There were so mm-hmm. many things. I was under I don't know the questions that were being asked, but I remember so many things coming through. I'm like, Homer, are you talking through me again? Or, John, <laughs> are you coming through here? So You want to hear Six
1: Degrees to the Bell Mansion? My grandpa was a Toledo police officer. He went on the force in 1916, and he chased John Zillinger when he came through Toledo. What? That's wow. crazy! <laughs> yep.
2: Oh my god, that's that's yeah, awesome! That's, isn't
1: that amazing? Yeah, like, that's cool. He came right through Ohio. He's
2: probably mm-hmm.
1: you know running something. <laughs> that's on. the thing. Yeah. Like
2: I I don't like glorify. I don't try to glorify him, but you got to admit, at the time, they mm-hmm. were good at what they did yeah and that's, that's how they became infamous yeah. and that's how legends are, are made right people were killed and people were like yeah you know it said homer killed an officer but in that situation as you can see with tom brown were these officers actually real mm-hmm. true police mm-hmm. officers or were they crooks what are you going to do if somebody starts shooting at you oh yeah you're yeah. going to shoot back yeah. and you're not going to shoot the wound you're going <laughs> to shoot to kill so it's an unfortunate situation yeah i'm not glorifying violence at all but you gotta kind of, I mean, you have to put yourself in their shoes, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of people don't realize. Mm-hmm. You do that, and like with the paranormal side, you get better evidence.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's it's always that kind of Robin Hood feel of, you know, we didn't have social media back then, so mm-hmm. you know, the stories in the newspapers were, you know, small town boy media. and you know, like
2: dude, I got my my picture in pie. the the paper because <laughs> I robbed yeah. this
1: bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people kind of. Um, you know, stuck up for or uh, follow those type of mm-hmm. like, you know, great
2: train routes. People have their they have their, their popcorn ready. Yeah. They're yeah. like, Yeah, what are we gonna get into today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you know,
0: people come in here and they're they're like trying to communicate with the spirit. It's like that he's gonna be standoffish, I guess. Because oh, 100%. that was his
2: profession. That's he it. Can't trust you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, have you have to, to earn your it. trust. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Not everybody can be in the club. Right? And did Homer yeah. always talk
2: to me? No. he's probably like, who the hell are you? Like, I ain't talking to you. And then I started hitting on stuff that... Uh, it, it it was literally building a bond just mm-hmm. like I would with another human being. Mm-hmm. A, a personal friendship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I mean, people call me crazy, but I can feel their energy now. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just like when we're alive. You can tell your best friend apart from a random stranger in the room. Yeah, So, it's pretty cool.
0: Do you know of any stories... Of back when The people were living here That they saw ghosts Or spirits So
2: We have one documented story And that was The story of our Little spirit Clara Piper Which is actually Said to come through Next door Now I don't know Clara's story I don't know how It came about uh, Came about But The thing was um, Back to the funeral home days Not only the funeral home directors And uh, the people that worked here But the clients Would also see a little girl Wearing like a baby blue dress And pink pigtail and, but they did never have a no. child through here. So that's the only documented ghost story we have.
1: That's interesting because, you know, like, it could have been, like, a beacon of light. You know, like, spirits mm-hmm. are here and maybe a mm-hmm. spirit that passed away or got hit by a, you know, horse-drawn buggy back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, is yeah, now... Yeah, we don't horse. know. This
2: could be, like, a, a whole little subway transfer station. Yeah. yeah. After they tore the hospital down, for instance, we had... An uproar paranormal activity wow. and the energy felt off indifferent. Well, we found out we've had stuff coming through SC's method and stuff like that relating to that hospital. Mm-hmm. So it's like an overflow thing. Like yeah. Yeah. where do the spirits
1: go when the buildings are, are collapsed? Like yeah. we, we went to New Orleans right ten years after the hurricane came through, and my cousin took us down to the lower ninth ward where it was just death. Still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you had hot hot historic haunted locations with documents of spirits, but then it literally just gets washed in the ocean. Where do the spirits go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if they're attached See, to the building... That's
2: what makes us do what we do because we where? don't know. We, we don't want to know. know. Yeah. Yeah. And to be yeah. honest, will we ever have the answers? Probably not. Yeah. But that's why we do it. We always, we're always looking and I hate to plug my friends, but we're always searching. Like the yeah. searchers. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I like you
0: And we don't know. I mean... We've done experiments where we know they can see us, but to them, you could be a stranger walking into their house as it was then.
2: Yeah, we don't know that. Yeah, that, that's the thing. That's why I tell people like, when you see me investigate here, even though I'm here and they know me, I still not and be like, hey, like with Robert, I have a connection with him for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'll knock and be like, hey, Robert, I'm coming in. I want to, you know, I just yeah. wanted to say hello. How was your day? Blah 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 blah. blah. You just have to have that respect, you know?
3: Well, then a whole other angle... Excuse me. A whole other angle we can look at here with hauntings is... I mean, we can just open up the door and go into the concept of time. Mm -hmm. Which, again, Mike Rickstecker right downstairs with his newest book he released. Uh, You know, there's a friend of mine in the field that he has... He's used this example multiple times, and so have many others. Uh, Let's just have a scenario where... Grandma was sitting there watching Jeopardy mm-hmm. every night, say 7 p.m., and there was just one night that she looked over, and in the doorway of the living room, she saw three ghosts. Yeah. And Grandma was horrified, and, you know, her house is haunted. hmm mm-hmm. You know, and then, so, say, later on, Grandma passes away, and then you have three family members yep. going in there to clean out her house, and they look over, and they see dead Grandma sitting in the chair. Exactly. That she always sat in her favorite mm-hmm. chair. So then they get freaked out, and Grandma's haunting the house. So which one's the haunted? That's exactly why yeah, I brought that like question very, up. Yeah. yeah, and the time mm-hmm. slip here. Yeah. Like, time, is is it linear? Does it circle? Does we could it... be
2: literally having a podcast in 1893 while the servants are in <laughs> yeah. the kitchen, and they're probably like,
0: what is that? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, right
3: now, <laughs> we could be a ghost to somebody else. Yeah, That's what I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean you hear again, stories, and...
0: you know, like, oh, when they lived here, they saw hooded figures walking through. Well, one of the big things now is everybody has hoodies with their names on the back, so they have the hoodies on when they do the investigations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are hooded figures. That's true. Are we asked projecting, too? We don't know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or could we be, like, interacting with aliens? That's That's a theory, too. I'm big into
0: time slip stuff and stuff like that. And that's why, like, Mike, he's doing a book signing right now with his new book. And it's all about time.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I cannot wait to read that book. I know. I'm really excited to...
2: It's, it's an interesting concept. It's cool to think outside the box. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's like, yeah, I love to interact with ghosts from like, the, the, especially the Civil War <laughs> era. But are we really interacting with a dead past person? Are we actually interacting with them in and a time split lying. or something? Yeah. like? And that's why
0: when I, when I use like the REM pod or stuff like that, mm-hmm. I always say, it's not going to hurt you. It's just something we invented. Mm-hmm. And if you touch it, the lights will light up, but you won't get burnt because yeah. when we're investigating 1800 stuff, they're used to candle power, and if you touch that candle, you're going to get burned. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, and like, I, I have to make them count, because that that's how you know. It's like, okay, if you can see me, and I love doing this in the poker room, we'll, we'll just randomly draw a card, and I'll hold it up, yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll come through on the device, and it'll be like, king. It's like, okay, yeah. if you can see that, what, what how many, you know, what's yeah. the number on this next card? And if it'd be five, it'd be five, or have them count your mm-hmm. fingers, switch mm-hmm. it up. Once you get that... I love it it's yeah. it amazing a lot, a
3: lot of people have their doubts about some of the cell phone apps that are out there mm-hmm. and there's there's a couple that I'm a fan of and there's a lot that I'm not but with necrophonics, sometimes people are like, well, your phone's always listening, so Correct. it's just spitting out words. There's but ways then if you're around running though. Yeah, if you're running experiments like we do in the poker room, I'll say, okay, how many fingers am I holding yeah. up? Yeah,
2: cover the lenses, yeah, that's or, what I do, that way they yeah. can't, see the or, yeah. can't see through the camera. And you always
3: want to have your phone on airplane mode. No yeah. matter what 100%. you're doing in an investigation, whether you're using phone apps or not, always have it in airplane mode so yeah. there's less interference. But... Yeah, the counting, holding up your fingers. They say, okay, what color, number, Mm -hmm. or suit of the card am I holding? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a popular one that we love to do Mm -hmm. here. And there was one couple I was giving a tour to, and they uh, they actually arrived late to one of our public tours. And so I said, okay, you know, it's a small group. I'll just take you guys and start all over again. Mm -hmm. And so it was just them and me. And the husband, he goes, I believe. It's just this stuff scares me. And the wife, she was really into it. So we were sitting Welcome at the poker Welcome to the Mansion because yep. we give you a place. <laughs> we were doing it. It was just one of those nights that the, the spirits were on it. Mm. And, and they were just willing and ready to communicate. And the, that poor man, he was sitting there like, what happened? Um, and <laughs> I said, so do you want to go to any other rooms? He's like, I'm, I'm good. I like, he
2: goes,
3: this is blown, amazing, but I'm done. <laughs> like, so, and then there's other times we're in the poker room and then it's just, you know. I we, mm-hmm. we went to uh,
1: Randolph and there were people that came. We didn't know them. They came, you know, into the the group hunt. They were there, what, less than 15 minutes, saw yeah. something, literally ran to yeah. the cars, got in the cars. Some people think just ain't cut, was mm-hmm. cut out for it. I
0: don't I don't remember. remember. Uh, uh,
1: probably. One of the experiments a <laughs>
0: um, friend of mine does is she has a whiteboard, and she doesn't ask questions out loud. She just writes it on the board and holds it up.
3: I like that idea.
0: That, that is cool. Sure Try that. That, that is
2: cool. Because you never know. And then when when you start getting responses to something that's been written through like yeah. audio, it's like, Then okay. you know they can
1: visually see
2: That's that. it. Because right. yeah. we always wondered, yeah.
0: can they see us? How do they see us? How do they hear us? That's one of my questions too. It's
2: like, can you see us? And there's been times like in the basement, no. I'll be like, uh-huh. okay, well, can you hear us? Yeah. It's like, okay, that's interesting. So maybe it's just, like you said, this could be a time thing too. I don't know. Yeah. It's... It, I, I'll never have the answer but that's why I love doing it's it. It's like when the ghost
0: hunters were at um what, that hotel, Stanley? Yes, that whole
2: conversation they caught with that woman. With
0: the princess and she's like Whoa. who's talking? Yeah. This is EBP. Yeah. Who's full talking? Sentence. What who are you? I'm going to call security and like they were like this is what we captured and she was the- or They say like princess are you in here? Yeah. She goes,
2: "Yeah, I'm in here." Where are you? Yeah. That was a crazy... Yeah. Oh, I get goosebumps. That was my favorite episode <laughs> of Ghost Hunters ever because yeah. that was like some of the most groundbreaking evidence mm-hmm. ever to catch a full Senate. Yeah. And that's where it kind of, like I said, what time? It she kind couldn't
0: of, see them, but they both could hear each other.
2: hmm It's weird. Yeah. Maybe the voices we hear in our head are just from another time too. You never know. It could be.
0: I mean, we know yeah. that they manipulate through electricity. Mm-hmm. And you could be sitting here, hear a full conversation. I couldn't hear it yeah. or vice versa, or even like bangs and noises. You know, is that bang? That's why I asked earlier if the door were actually physically closed or if it was just sound. Is it an energy pulse mm-hmm. that comes to the room that you hear that maybe shut the door because the energy is going through? Or is it just something you hear? We don't know.
2: I, that's the funny thing about me. A lot of people don't know is I had a feeble seizure when I was two, so I'm... Almost like not fully but I, I yeah. have a lot of hearing loss and sometimes I'll hear this stuff like it's in my ear and I never believed it till we went back on audio and I guess they call it clear audience mm-hmm. uh, clear audience so I'll hear full-blown sentences and voices and people are like and I always thought I was stupid they were like dumb I'm like did you hear that no I know for a fact I heard it and then people are like no. No, and we go back, and we're like, "How the hell did you hear that?" Yeah. Like it's it's just it, everything. Like I, it doesn't make sense, but I
1: love it. Have like, you ever
2: heard your name being
1: called in this
2: all building? All the time. Yes. Yep. I get I get dropped not only with like. <laughs> audibly but itc i won't be here and somebody will text me maria's looking for you she's one of the said to be one of the servants up there we've actually caught her actual disembodied voice too oh, another great. crazy experience I'll, I'll touch on my um my buddy phil and i we were up in the poker room doing an evp session and there's i'm goofy if you don't know me i like to get the spirits to laugh a little bit you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta pump positive yeah, energy yeah. so I I got pinched, and I stood up like, all right, whoever's touching me, I said, you need to buy me dinner first, or before you do all that, <laughs> and then, I can't remember what happened, at, uh, then, oh, Phil, he goes, who just touched Ricky right now, and this is upon him listening back later, I'll never forget, because I, um... He put the headphones on after because I had that experience with being pinched. He's like, dude, you got to listen to this. So I put the headphones on. He's like, a woman came up to the the mic and said, it's Maria. And oh, it did. Oh, wow. I, I, oh, after easy. he asked the initial question of who touched or pinched Ricky, who did that? And a woman walks, you can. Like up to the recorder and goes, it's Maria in a Spanish voice. So the craziest thing I've ever had is uh, I encourage people that speak fluent uh, Spanish to go up there. And we've had um, a full-blown conversation where I would translate what I want to ask to her. And it's like, okay, Maria, so up there if you use Rimpods, how you know it's her, she lights them all up. That's Mm -hmm. how – that's why we, we know it's her. And, yeah, the woman's like, hey, can you light this up? You know, light all of them up. And it's just crazy. There's like direct communication. So I love We've, it. We've
1: um, used Google Translate a lot in our that investigation. Works. We do that too. That's yeah. what I do.
2: I told her, "It's like Maria. I can't speak Spanish, so forgive oh, me." Hello,
1: español. <laughs> and Taco Bell. That's all I know.
2: Taco Bell.
1: But <laughs> no. Yep.
0: But we want to thank you yeah, for allowing sweetie. us to come in the building. Appreciate thank you, you for having us. So much fun. Yes, thank sharing guess. your
1: stories. It was awesome i love to hear all of this i've
0: wanted to come in and see the building yeah for a long, for a time. long time and like you said the, we the rock and roll gods just come together yeah. where yeah everything's happening today and it's a blast yeah well
3: you guys are welcome here anytime yeah. welcome and family. i watch
2: you guys on tiktok <laughs> all the time so we're a big family at the bell so
3: anything with 222 on it that's me
2: following you guys
0: and once again tell us about what you host here um how people can find out about different events that you have and if they want to do investigations.
3: So again, you can find us on all social media platforms and we will list our event dates of just for instance, September 16th, we're having a big art and music. Uh, fest here. First um, ever open
2: mic right. acoustic. So yeah, it's going
3: to be great. But yeah, just follow our socials is the okay. main, the best way to find out what we have going on. Uh, every other Wednesday, we will have the midweek tours and investigations. Every Thursday is the flashlight tour. We do offer the building out for private rentals. So we do have a lot of people coming in here throughout the week, mm-hmm. you know, renting it out and having the whole building to themselves for a whole mm-hmm. evening. Wow. Um, but and it is also an event venue now so we will have weddings here receptions, weddings
1: parties,
0: graduation parties birthday parties
3: I, I mean it, we just kind of offer it all now so it's
0: costume balls yeah yeah. yeah. and that's, I really
3: hope to see you guys there You'll that's really I
0: told Jen it. I'm like I should have brought my I have a costume for like a Victorian gentleman type costume oh yeah they would love that and I said great trigger out I don't know that. if anybody <laughs> saw you it but same. we, we yeah. had a we
2: had a special appearance by Stay Puff. <laughs> Yours truly, they loved it. Yeah, I came through here. I was like posing on the embalming table, running through the house, and <laughs> I even fell down the stairs. Oh. They loved it. Uh, when you when you step back and you know you kind of relate to them, they love it. Yeah, that
0: stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like we always say, every week, please get up there on our website, check out what we have for sale. Also, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to the show. It means a lot to us and helps with the algorithm. And anything else you want to say, Jen, before we go? Just,
1: guys, come and check out the Bell Mansion. It is absolutely fabulous, and you won't be disappointed. Thank you. I so appreciate you guys having us today. Thank you. Thank and
0: you. let's leave with some music from Dead info Goodbye, everyone.